0: All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Thursday, November 10th. Fuck it. It's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton.
1: Yeah, I'm Pat. And Clayton, we have a huge episode because we have a huge, huge movie that's opening this weekend. A bona fide slam doink blockbuster coming up. And we're just going to see how much of a slam, how much of a doink this really is this weekend. Wakanda forever opens in, yes. in theaters everywhere and i do mean everywhere this this needs to be playing on like 70% of the available screens in the united states and canada
0: yeah so if this is the biggest movie yeah that we've seen in a while what can it do right what can right. it open at and of right. course i mean the comps we have to look at are all other uh, marvel movies
1: Yes, yes. Cause even something like Maverick, as much of a all time historic juggernaut as it ended up, and it did have a great opening weekend, it didn't have a Marvel sized opening weekend. You know, Maverick's yeah. opening weekend was what, around a hundred million dollars, I think. Did it even get to a hundred or was it in the nineties uh, opening not,
0: weekend? It, did, it was in the nineties, I believe, but we didn't get this correct
1: so it really is at this point marvel movies are the only movies you know say for avatar 2 in a in in a month or so the only movies that could open up at this level at this you know 200 million dollar level which is where wakanda forever is what it's targeting
0: Oh, I we're so I, I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, the opening weekend was one hundred twenty-six point seven for Maverick. For wow, Maverick.
1: unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But even that is still probably where Thor: Love and Thunder opened up at, right? Thor: Love and Thunder opened to one forty-four. Right, right. Which is what I'm saying. As as crazy of a all time phenomenon as Maverick was. It still opened lower than a middling Marvel movie, Thor: Eleven Absolutely. Thunder. you know these Marvel movies are just at a different level when it comes to opening weekend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean the the I guess the first comp that we could throw out there for Wakanda Forever, which of course is a sequel to Black Panther, it's the movie that's going to deal with the loss of the star Chadwick Boseman it's it's you know a sequel to not just a big marvel movie but a marvel movie that was itself a phenomenon you know itself was something that rose above so that first black panther came out in february 2018 and it opened to 202 million dollars so the first question is is Wakanda Forever going to get to the level of the first
0: movie? So that's such a great question because the biggest opening Marvel has had in the past couple years is mm-hmm. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which opened to 187.4. Right. Now, again, we've had discussions about this and I would say maybe arguments about. How much that movie was anticipated and how the opening of that movie was because of it being a – I don't want to say culmination, but it had a lot of factors to mm-hmm. it as to mm-hmm. why it was opening big. People thought there would be all these alternate versions of Marvel superheroes, which didn't ten, didn't happen, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happened – But it didn't happen to the scale that we expected or the fans expected. Yeah. The something we've fought about, the wrapping up uh, or perceived wrapping up of Wanda the Scarlet Witch's story Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was a big draw. So that's 187. And Black Panther 2 feels to me like It's not going to reach the heights of the original Black Panther. Okay. I have a feeling Mm -hmm. that this is going to make just a little bit more than Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is still a great opening weekend. But I mm -hmm. don't think it can go over the original. I think
1: there's no way... Wakanda forever is going to end up being the phenomenon that the original black Panther was, you know, that Mm -hmm. was just an emotional historic movie that was critically beloved. It ended up getting a best picture. Nom, nom, nom. It it was just one of those. It was a maverick type phenomenon. And this probably won't be that because you can't predict any movie to be that, but we're just talking about opening weekend and i think the opening weekend for this has a higher ceiling than the original did you know i think the drops will be bigger the legs won't be that what they were for black panther but this is such this opening weekend is such an event and it's also coming off of such a you know not a dry spell because movies have been hits the last few months but a dry spell in terms of gigantic event openings. You know, Black Mm -hmm. Adam was not that. $69 is not a giant event opening. Fine, I'll admit it. So there is just so much pent-up anticipation to finally have a giant movie that I think the ceiling for this is higher than the 202 that the original did.
0: Well, so right now it's tracking anywhere from one seventy to two oh five.
1: Okay, that is such a huge range. Yes.
0: Um, Which one seventy would be a massive disappointment for this movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, for this movie to come in lower than Doctor Strange too. You Mm. know, here here's the thing about Doctor Strange, and I know, like you said, Multiverse of Madness back in May it was promising, uh, lots of potential surprises, connectivity to the universe, all that. But the first Doctor Strange movie opened to eighty five million, and then the second Doctor Strange movie this past May opened to one hundred and eighty seven million. So from one to two, it was an increase of over a hundred million dollars. But that's because they added elements. I know they added elements, but Marvel sequels do better than the first one, especially when you're measuring from two to one. You know, it happened with Doctor Strange, happened with the Thor movies, happened with Ant-Man and the Wasp. It happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, these sequels just do better than the first one. And... I can't see Black Panther 2 being the sequel that does worse than the first one.
0: Well, you know what the sequel that did worse than the first one of the Marvel franchises is The Avengers. Age of Ultron made 191 in its opening Mm -hmm. as opposed Mm -hmm. to the 207 Mm -hmm. that The Avengers made. That's
1: true. But that, that was such a discrepancy between even the and critics don't matter, especially for movies like this, but people really did not like that Age of Ultron movie. And there was some pretty bad buzz going into that second movie. That doesn't seem to be here with Wakanda forever. You know, we were thumbing through the Rotten Tomatoes. It's like 87%. It's not going to be a Best Picture nom 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 like the first one was. But this movie, I don't think is going to have the problems that Avengers 2 had. That was a movie that really did have some some issues and people were not loving that movie. Yes. So it doesn't seem like Wakanda Forever is a is a uh is a disappointment in terms of quality.
0: So do you think this tracking is wrong? Yes. Because Yes. You think this tracking is wrong. I think this tracking, is, tracking wrong. is
1: low. I think the tracking is low. I think it's I think this is a movie that is gonna end up over 210 million
0: do you think the tracking is off because there's going to be a lot of walk-up business that they're not taking into account
1: yeah i think there's going to be late buys i think they are um you know listen i'm not sure what the accounts for the low tracking i mean apparently it's pre-sales right they're saying the pre-sales didn't hit the anticipated level but sometimes tracking is like wall street where they just set these expectations based on whatever they feel like. And then if it doesn't hit it or if they get bored, then they start to deem things a failure ahead of time. And I think that something like that is going on with this tracking.
0: But can you you agree that the buzz for this movie does not feel as fevered as it should at this point? I think that... The
1: second trailer, you know, let's look at the marketing. That second trailer didn't do this movie any favors Um, or did it? Because here's the thing. The B.O. boys love that first trailer, right? In terms Mm -hmm. of a Marvel movie, that first trailer was not very superhero heavy. It felt like a real film. It felt emotional. It was it was uh, sparse, you know. It it wasn't over the top, banging you over the head with fight scenes. And the second trailer was, was that. The second trailer yeah. was a superhero movie trailer. And to us, and to the literati, and to the coastal elites, we look at that and we say, "Oh, they screwed up." That second trailer wasn't as cinematic and. And film friendly, or you know, as and and uh, artistic, is the first one. But this is a superhero movie, and you got to remind people: hey, you're paying your money, and you get to see a superhero movie. That's what people well, want.
0: There was a fear, I think, and I don't know this for sure, but there must have been mm-hmm. after that first trailer that people would think. Oh, is this an arty movie like right. Eternals? Right, right, or Thor, which we which we hated. Mm. Well, more specifically, something like Eternals, okay, which ne- never had a, a trailer. The quality of the first Wakanda Forever trailer, right, but had a tone to it mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. felt artier mm-hmm. than your normal Marvel film, and people rejected it. Right, right. Right. And there must have been some scrambling, like you said, to say, these, these high-minded people enjoyed this trailer. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Right, right, right. We need right. the slack jaws. We need the slack jaws to be able to understand what this movie's going to be. Right, right. So then you just put out a Marvel trailer. Right. A- and which I- which didn't, didn't excite us, but excites the masses because more of the same. Yeah.
1: And I, I think that that is part of the misreading here by prognosticators is that they maybe didn't like the trailer as much, the second trailer as much. We didn't, but we've got to put that aside and not pretend that because Twitter doesn't like the the superhero heavy trailer as much as the first artsy trailer, that doesn't mean there's a lack of real buzz for this movie.
0: Well, and I know we don't like to talk about Twitter because there's something no. going on over there and I don't I don't really know all of the details out there. You heard but there's new
1: management is, is an issue there. Uh, under I new
0: have- management, but I also heard that there was some sort of controversy about paying for blue check marks, whatever those are, right, and it being $8. So just to okay. give you an example of how Twitter doesn't matter when it comes to the economics of anything. Right. People won't even pay eight dollars on Twitter for a check mark. They're not gonna pay eleven dollars for a movie. Right. So right. tweets aren't ticks. The the people on Twitter do not wanna pay for anything. Right. 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 Exactly. So therefore therefore their opinions mean zero. And I, I do wanna I do wanna clarify something really quickly is that mm. I'm uh, I'm coming off a little snooty about mm-hmm. this second trailer and calling people slack jaws. Uh, th- that's yeah. the Hollywood people saying that. That's that's the people in those rooms saying that. Right. And also, Movie you're
1: be- you're from you're from the heartland. You're from PA. Slack jaw. When you say it, is not an insult. You're no, just, not at you're all. Talking about people. Your people. Yes. Yes. You're a proud uh- son of
0: slack jaws. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm salt of the earth. I'm a Hamannager. Yeah, uh, you know uh, we know this. Yeah, I'm a Joe Lunchpail. Yeah. People want to be entertained, mm-hmm. and the second trailer looks entertaining to a wider audience than that first trailer. Yes, yes, yes. And, and because I, what have we said about movies? They want to just have a good time. That's number one. Let me enjoy this. Right, and I think with Wakanda
1: Forever, especially coming off of that first trailer, there is the possibility that the marketing would would feel too emotional and too sad. Yes, and the, mm-hmm. and this movie is going to ha- be very emotional for for people. It's it's just that is what it's going to be. But you have to be careful in the marketing of making it seem like that's all you're going to get. Because in the end, this is a superhero movie. They want to make a billion dollars. So they've got to mix in also the promise of zing, bang, boom, pow, you know, kablooey. There's going to be superheroes fighting aliens you're going to cry of course you're going to you're going to mourn the loss of this actor this character but they had to switch things up and promise also zing bang bluey kablooey zoop zoop you know all the all the sounds that lasers make when they're being shot in a superhero movie
0: yes yeah so, how off on this tracking do you think they are? I mean, I how, think how wrong are they getting this? Pat,
1: I, listen, I don't think this is Spider-Man: No Way Home. I don't think this is Endgame. You know, Infinity War. But I do think that, listen, I'm I'm right here. I'm predicting it's going to be bigger opening weekend than the, the first one, and I think it'll be comfortably bigger. So I think it's going to be two ten to two fifteen, and their high end is two oh five. You know, so I think the tracking is just a is just a little
0: low. So this will beat the opening of the original Avengers, which opened in May of twenty twelve. Okay, to two hundred and seven point four million dollars. Yes, it will beat that.
1: I think it will. I mean, I think that. Since then, the audience has expanded both in terms of, you know, just population and in terms of people who are willing to see a superhero movie, you know, even just, what was that? Would you say the first Avengers was 2014?
0: The first Avengers was 2012.
1: 2012. So think of 10 years ago, the audience who would go see a superhero movie was smaller than it is now. Because people who were even 35 you know, or 40 back then, a lot of those people would feel a little snooty about going to see a superhero movie. And 10 years later, people who were 35, 40, 50 years old now, uh, that's all they know is seeing superhero movies. So I, I I just think there's a bigger audience that is willing to go see these movies as people who were younger then continue to age. And then obviously young people now, uh, all they want is superhero movies and horror movies, of course, and Julie Roberts still. But I, it, I just think yeah. it's a bigger possible audience for superhero movies now than it was in 2012. You know, the the and, high-minded... I won't go see that gutter trash type of person. They're older and more relevant now.
0: And one thing I've heard about this movie Mm -hmm. is that it plays like a sequel to Black Panther and not like another Marvel movie in the sense of the only movie you have to see to understand this movie is Black Panther. Okay. And that, I think is a benefit, especially with everything that's been going on and Marvel not really knowing the direction or at least not really revealing what the direction their next phases are going into or building towards. Mm -hmm. Because we had Thanos in that first phase or the second phase, whatever end game ended. Yes. People knew where it was going at a certain point. This, Mm -hmm. we don't really know where it's going. And I think it's nice to have a respite from all of that horse shit, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. lack of a better word, mm-hmm. and let the people who enjoyed Black Panther 1 back in 2018 let them enjoy another chapter in what they love, which is Black Panther movies, not right. necessarily Marvel movies. Right. Because there are people who have only seen Black Panther. Mm -hmm. And no other superhero movie. Right, right. And so they have to get it out there that this is just another Black Panther movie, so you will like it, and you don't have to have seen the the witch lady movie. Right, 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 right.
1: I think that's such a great point because that movie was such a phenomenon. It definitely had some segment of its ticket-buying audience only cared about seeing that movie and they're yes. not going to see Thor Love and Thunder and they don't want no, to have no. to know what happened in Thor Love and Thunder in order to see this. And the yes. people who see every Marvel movie and the people who you know were crying when the when uh, uh Andrew Garfield shows up in Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler, he's in that movie. They're seeing this movie opening weekend no matter what. They might not see it four times, which again, I think Overall, this movie, Wakanda Forever, might not do as well as Black Panther, but all of those Marvel super fans, they're going to see this opening weekend. Yes. You know, even if this movie isn't promising to be continuity heavy, it's not going to have, you know, guest appearances from some character that appeared in one issue of a comic 40 years ago. It's they're going to still see it opening weekend
0: yeah and it, it's it's so interesting cuz when you look at these the top opening weekends mm-hmm. for the Marvel movies okay black panther the original mhm iron man 3 mhm and possibly captain marvel there at the bottom you could say are the only ones that don't have a bunch of the characters together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, Avengers Endgame, No Way Home, Three Spider-Mens, Infinity War, The Avengers, Avengers Days of Ultron, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Captain America Civil War. Those are all the movies that Marvel put out that had several different heroes, Mm -hmm, a multitude mm -hmm. of heroes coming together. Mm -hmm. And Black Panther had Black Panther. Yep, yep. And so, you know, in Iron Man 3, obviously, Iron Man was the biggest and still is probably the most popular character in all of the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. And then Captain Marvel was uh, a smaller phenomenon in its own right. But it shows the power of Black Panther that you just need Black Panther. You don't need... Captain America and Iron Man and this and that and the Hulk all thrown together and the Hulk and and Black Widow is alive
1: again and
0: yeah yes and the Guardians and Thor right you just need Black Panther so that does bode well for this film now yes like we said previously the big problem is you don't have Black Panther in this movie well Uh, you don't don't have Chadwick Boseman but you don't.
1: But what you do have is the public curiosity of how they're going to handle this. You know, Mm -hmm. you have... And that, again, we're talking opening weekend. We're not talking weekend six when, yeah, people are going to feel like we miss Chadwick Boseman. He's not in this movie. Therefore, I'm not going to see this in the theater four times the way I did Black Panther. I do think that is probably going to be the long term story of this movie is you're not going to get the repeat business because it probably won't be as beloved as the first one. But when Mm -hmm. it comes to opening weekend, the curiosity factor of people being, how are they going to handle this? You know what there's, there's no Chadwick Boseman, but what does that mean is going to drive people to see it in the first three days. And again, that's all that matters for this prediction is people's, curiosity about the first few days of this movie
0: yeah and uh, you know we uh, a movie you think about when you think about something like this where how do you continue i mean we're both looking up the same thing i'm sure yeah so you're looking up furious
1: 7 of course the fast and furious franchise and comparing these and i mean you nailed it it's It's the outlier
0: for the Fast and Furious movies. They're so big, but they're not superhero big. Right. But that movie, which was delayed and then came out because of Paul Walker's untimely and unfortunate death, Mm -hmm. came out in April of 2015 and opened to $147.1 million, and just to give you... Uh, an example for, for people who don't know the this box office of these movies as gospel, the second biggest was The Fate of the Furious in 2017, which opened to 98. Mm-hmm. And then the previous movies had opened to 70, 80 in the 90s, but none of them had made that much in an opening weekend. Right. And none of them had made this the... Amount they did that that movie did domestically all in, which Furious Seven made three hundred and fifty three million dollars. The second biggest was to two thirty eight. Yeah, I mean the the
1: opening weekend of Furious Seven, like you said, is one forty seven. No other Fast and Furious movie has ever opened to a hundred million dollars. Yes. So and, and it's it's not like the Fast and Furious movies had it already kind of peaked in a way. You know, Fast Five, which opens to 86 million, and Fast and Furious Six, which opens to 97 million. Those were huge movies that at that time felt like the franchise had come back and the franchise had hit its peak. And the Paul Walker death is definitely a huge, huge reason why. Furious Seven is such an
0: outlier, you know? but it's a unique it's a unique thing where Th- Furious Seven felt like it was going to be the biggest one even before he passed on, and then when he did, it became so much bigger because I do think that that was the peak interest for that franchise because it had had two huge movies in a row. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it had kept its momentum and it was like, well what can they do now because they've got Diesel, they've got Rock, they've got Paul Walker, they got Ludacris. They've got they've got Tyrese. They've got what they need to make this a lasting franchise. And it was going to – and I think Fury 7 was going to be the biggest no matter what. But it wasn't going to be a 50%
1: increase no.
0: over the opening weekend. You and know that's that. the thing. So it was, it was such a unique where it's like the franchise peaking at the same time this tragedy happens and the interest then peaks from people who normally wouldn't see that sort of movie. And I don't think we have that because Marvel movies and superhero movies are kind of in their – trotting along phase. Right, right, right. Slow and steady, but Slow and steady, yeah. uh, There's not been a a precipitous decline yet, and they're still kind of just, you know, making their way. And then you have this tragedy, and so the question is, is there enough characters in this movie that people want to see other than Chadwick Boseman to make this a movie that's going to be that much bigger than Black Panther 1 in its opening weekend, obviously. Yeah. This movie's not, we've said, this movie is not going to make the amount of money the first one did. It will not be as high up on the all-time domestic list as Black Panther.
1: Right, right, right. It it just, yeah, I, I, I would be shocked if that happens, but I will not be shocked if, this opens bigger than than the original one did. So okay.
0: so so let's get down to brass tacks. Yeah, now, let's do it real quick because mm-hmm. we got an e- email from Austin. We read part of it uh, last episode, Save and the best for last. I yeah I teased that we were going to give his prediction mm-hmm. and he said a lot of what we said where he thought the first trailer was Dynamite it's one of the best trailers he saw the last few years and he didn't think the second one was that great Mm -hmm. and uh, he 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 doesn't feel the hype as much on this one so he's going 192 okay okay he he also thinks that, you know, he sent this this weekend, and he thinks it's going to be clearer on Wednesday or Thursday. The other thing is, and we don't talk about politics on this podcast. No. A lot of talk is about these things called midterm elections. Okay. Which so, I, I, I don't know what those are, and I right. don't, uh, you know, I'm not following them. Right, right. But they seem to be all over social media. Yes, yes. And, and so, and the news, and, and the news late night and all, shows, and yeah, commercials all the things for I sure. don't, I f- all the thing, all things I don't see. Yes, yes. So, the talk about this movie has been muted. I believe because of that. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Because you actually do keep up with these things.
1: I I do agree, and I think that it's a, again the type of thing that gets a lot of talk online. News channels, you know, Twitter and all that. But once you're, once they are done, you know, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning, you get the analysis, all that. Once they're done, people move on, and they're going to move on to going to see a movie this weekend. Okay. You know, the World Series is over. The mm -hmm. uh, NFL is going strong. The bad guys won. The bad
0: guys. The bad guys won.
1: It ain't the playoffs. In in the NFL playoffs, I'm saying in the NFL, it's there's football, but it's not playoffs. So this is and the election is going to be over, you know, mm-hmm. and whatever's happening at Twitter is going to be old news. New management will become old management by the by the end of the week. So yeah. people are going to focus on what's important, and that is Wakanda forever. That I and I think you're right, the perceived lack of buzz. Is because the people who perceive what buzz is just felt like talking about other things.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But and they'll I- they're like Like cats with very short attention spans, they will move to the next shiny thing, and the next shiny thing is going to be Black Panther. And full disclosure, we are are actually doing this episode early. We're doing it on Tuesday, so we don't have the benefit of the Wednesday or the Thursday. Yes, yes. So we are kind of going into this a little bit more blind than the people that are going to make their predictions on Wednesday or Thursday, which people don't make predictions like we do. We make predictions. Right, right. We don't give ranges, we give numbers. We give solid, concrete numbers. So yeah. with that, yes. Pat. Yes. Give me okay. a concrete, solid number. Two hundred and eleven
1: million dollar three day opening weekend for Wakanda forever.
0: Two hundred and eleven million dollars. Yeah. My number. Okay. Is going to be lower. Interesting. I don't think this cracks two hundred. Wow! So
1: you're with Austin
0: here. I'm with Austin, but I'm a little higher than Austin. I'm going to go one ninety-eight.
1: Okay. So you think it just it just misses it just
0: the misses first fit. one. Wow. Hmm. Wow. Which listen, spectacular opening weekend. I mean, here's the thing. If this movie, do you opens think it in- will open bigger than Black Adam, Pat?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to open bigger than Black Adam. All right, I, you got me to admit it before. Black Adam didn't blow the doors off of off of any houses with that opening weekend.
0: Sixty nine million.
1: It was what it
0: was. So as long as it clears sixty nine million, it's a success, right? It's the it's and I think the, it was sixty seven.
1: Listen, we're not here to relitigate Black Adam. We're here to. Litigate Black Panther 2. Okay. um, Yeah, if this movie makes in
0: the
1: 180s, it's going to be huge. I mean, listen, this movie is not going to underwhelm at the box office. It's just not going to happen. We're yeah. not going to be sitting here on Monday talking about what went wrong with Wakanda forever. It's it's well, It's well, not happening.
0: We were talking, when we talked to Doctor Strange, there was a lot of... Can it go over two? Can it go over two? And when it didn't go over two, there was disappointment. But I think you can't say that about Black Panther. If Black Panther makes less than Doctor Strange, I don't even think you can call that a disappointment. To be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I, we're not going to be saying that. I, I think okay. I, I'm very. I am very he, confident here. I'm so very. So, what percentage
0: in this chance would you give Black Panther? Of making less than Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness.
1: I mean, I've got to say 0% because I have to Z- have full belief in my own, in my own prediction. So i got to go 0%. 0
0: Yeah.
1: i got to go 0%. Because what's the point of me making a prediction at all? If I'm already predicting the percentage
0: chance that I'm going to be wrong. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Now, do we need to do our top fives? Yeah, let's do our top fives.
1: I mean, okay. why not? It's tradition. Why break tradition? I mean, I guess the other movie coming out is what limited release. There's a Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds, Apple musical, Spirited. That's uh, happening
0: Christmas thing, and it's not nothing's going to happen with that.
1: Okay, so we said it. We said that it's there'll be some theater show in this movie. Um, you know, so you can't say we didn't say that. Mm-hmm. started is going to be in some movie theaters all right so i'll give a prediction for a top five number one wakanda forever black panther 2 i'm predicting 211 million dollar opening weekend okay number two is going to be black adam made 18 million last week with a 33 drop but you got to figure the drop's going to be pretty big this weekend because wakanda forever is just going to completely cannibalize that audience. So This is a
0: complete, this isn't a Venn diagram. This is a circle on top of a circle.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think Black Adam could sink into making less than $10 million this weekend. It could go into single digits for the weekend. I think it'll stabilize after this weekend. I don't think Black Adam is going to crater, but I think this weekend, it's going to crater for the weekend. Yeah. Um. So that's number two. I mean, One Piece film, Red, that is going to crater. So that's going further down the list. So number three is going to be Tickets to Paradise. Um, and Tickets to mm-hmm. Paradise could actually hold up pretty well in you know in competition with Wakanda Forever. Because I do think that is not a circle on top of a circle. The Tickets to Paradise has a different audience than Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. So I think that at number three is going to be like pretty strong. Um, Number four is going to be Smile. I think One Piece Film Red is going to sink even lower than where Smile is. And then number five, God, is it going to be... I, mean, I think it is. Here's the thing. Here's one thing I'll say. Here's what I'll say. I'm going to throw comes this comes the out. hand out of the grave. No, this is what I'm going to say. No, no, not La La Crocodile. La La Crocodile is, is is dead and buried and eaten by gators. If there is an expansion, and I'll just predict there is because it's Tuesday and, and we just don't know. If the Banshees of Inisharan is getting more theaters, You know, it was in 895 theaters last week. If it expands further this weekend, it made $2 million last weekend. I think that is your number five movie of the week. Because I think Pray for the Devil, a third-tier horror movie, now in November, that's a young person's audience that's all going to go see Wakanda forever. La La Crocodile is going to just shed theaters this weekend and it's dead and buried i think banshees as the sort of art house you know quote unquote hit of the art house or at least the the one that people like the most if that expands i think that leapfrogs over lyle over pray for the devil over one piece film red and goes to number five so why not that's my prediction one wakanda forever two black adam three Tickets of Paradise, Four Smile, Five The Banshees of Inishiaran.
0: That's a that's a lot of what ifs.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of what ifs. But if if that movie expands, then then I think it'll it'll make you know two and a half million,
0: and that'll be good enough for number five. All right. Well, my top five. I agree. I mean, the one and two are slam doings. Slam doings. Yeah. You've got Black. Panther, Wakanda Mm -hmm. Forever, number Mm -hmm. one, with 198. Okay. You've got number two, Black Adam, Mm -hmm. with a pretty precipitous drop, I'm saying, in the 60s. Wow, okay. Possibly the 70s. Wow, Then you have Ticket to Paradise. Yep. Then you're gonna have, I have more faith in, in uh, in One Piece film Red, okay. I think that is going to be number four. Okay, and I'm gonna go crazy. Pat. I love it, and I'm gonna say the number five movie is going to be Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Wow! Now, wow. That by no means think that wow. by no means means. Wow. That was a hard thing to say, that by no means means mm-hmm. that this is a viable IP, because the thing has only made $36.5 million in five weekends, and it is the only thing out there for kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, I do think it's been rejected. As much as you know, you're going to hear the buzz that this thing is resurging, it's not. It's dead. We killed it. We didn't kill it. The, uh, the box office killed it. It killed itself.
1: Lyle was it responsible itself.
0: for Lyle's demise. Exactly, and no one else. I do think that that's going to be the number five movie in America because wow. Smile had its run, and they were all so close this weekend. Pray for the Devil, Smile, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, all very, very close. Mm-hmm. And I do think that of all the movies of that, that I mentioned there, Lyle is the only one that is not a direct crossover with the Black Panther audiences. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. kids are going to go see Black Panther, but really, really little kids? Mm-hmm. Probably not, which is what Lyle Lyle Crocodile is made for. So there we go. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I do think really, really little kids will see Black Panther. I think really, really, really little kids. Won't see it. and It'll have to see La La Crocodile. But I do think really, really little kids will probably still see Wakanda forever.
0: But there's so many sizes and ages of kids.
1: No, that... no. There will get to a point where a kid will be too little to see Wakanda forever. But I think that is a very small size. That's really, really, really little.
0: Yeah. Now, Pat. Yeah. What a epic show. We did it. We did it. But... Before, yeah, before we mm-hmm. have actually completely done it, mm-hmm. we need to, well, Danny, okay, so Danny Eskymology of I screen, mm-hmm. you scream yep. for the number four movies, mm-hmm. send us an email. He's saying it's going to Black Panther, Wakanda Forever is going to make more than two hundred million dollars. Yes,
1: thank you. He Danny. didn't give
0: a specific. He didn't give specifics, mm-hmm. but you know he's a critic. He's not a prognosticator, really, right? He's he's more of a critic. Yeah, a- and so that's fine. Uh, he's going over two hundred. That's not the big story. We got an email mm-hmm. from Adam from the stacks yes. who is longtime. Oh, mm-hmm. gee, oh boy. Been with us since the since the beginning. Infancy. Yep. And he just went rip shit mm-hmm. on Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The so, title of his string of emails mm-hmm. was just Martin Scorsese.
1: Mm-hmm, hmm
0: And we knew Marty was in for it. We immediately knew. Adam was going to take him outside the shed. Yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Can can I, and here's what I want to do. I want to add no commentary. I don't think we need to try and rebut this, try and agree. I just want to give Adam from the stacks, his form and read his rant about Martin Scorsese. Do, do, Do you think that is the way to go
0: here? Clayton, Oh, absolutely. I think Adam has earned it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. He's so, do you this want form. me to do you want me to read it?
1: You know what? I'd actually like to read it because you know, me and Martin Scorsese were from the same background. We're 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 both New Yorkers. We're both Italian Americans. We're paisans. Okay. Um and I think I owe it to Marty to be the one to read this rant. It should come that's, from me. you know.
0: That's very it, respectful of you.
1: It's coming from Adam from the Stacks, but by way of a Python. Okay. So here we go. So again, Adam from the Stacks titled this Martin Scorsese. Dearest BO boys, Martin Scorsese thinks that his poop doesn't stink. When filmmakers try to be more like James Cameron, their films end up better. When filmmakers try to be more like Martin Scorsese, their films become pretentious and boring. Scorsese is a snob. It makes sense that he hates box office numbers because he makes films for Netflix. If he had released The Irishman in Theatrical only, the profits wouldn't have made a dent in its overbloated budget. He's the type of artist that everyone says is the best in the world. But he simply doesn't have the body of work to back it up. James Cameron is 100 times the filmmaker that Martin Scorsese will ever be. Terminator 2 is objectively better than Hugo, which is an infomercial for Scorsese's nonprofit or whatever. Literally half of Scorsese movies are absolute trash. Scorsese has become overindulgent in his filmmaking. He thinks he can do whatever he wants without any repercussions. But the box office doesn't lie. Box office is the best critic of all. And when every other critic is blowing smoke up your old ass, you don't want that ironclad critic, the box office, the people judging you. To hate box office numbers is to hate the people who love to go to actually go to the movies. Um, And then he adds a P.S. P.S., Martin Scorsese, by saying that a box office first-minded person is grotesque, is calling filmmakers like James Cameron and Kevin Feige and Tom Cruise grotesque. But Scorsese isn't considering the possibility that these filmmakers aren't making cinema for a paycheck. They're making it for the people to lift them up. Maverick, Wakanda Forever, Avatar 2. These films will lift people's spirits and help them believe in humanity. Scorsese is a dick, and that is from Adam from the stacks, and he earned this forum. He earned this forum. I'm not gonna rebut. I'm not gonna comment on it. I just I I wanted to be the one who said who, who who said
0: that, you know. So Pat, where where can they email us? I mean Adam already knows, but for first time listeners. Where can
1: email they go? us. Email us at the at gmail.com. That is how Adam from the Stacks emailed us the uh, screed I just read against Martin Scorsese. I'll say this though for all of our wannabe O boys, wannabe O girls, wannabe O people. People. We love reading your emails. We love reading your emails on air. As you know, we we go through your predictions and your and your emails every week, but you do have to earn the form that Adam from the Stacks just got. You know, so you you cannot start day one, email one, with something akin to what we just heard and what we just broadcast. Adam from the Stacks has been with us from the beginning, sent us great emails for years, great. Analysis, great boots on the ground reporting. He earned this forum, so get in now. You know, if you want to get to that place where we're where we're a forum for that level of of screed for you, you got to start now. You gotta, you gotta earn that spot with great yeah. emails, great analysis, great boots on the ground reporting. So. Build your way up to where Adam from the Stacks is, and maybe someday you could also have us read a long screed against Martin Scorsese that ends with Martin Scorsese is a dick.
0: Absolutely. And I mean, there's other people in that. I would put them in this echelon too. Want to be a boy Austin.
1: Yes, of course. There, there are people in that in that echelon, and if they choose to use it the way Adam from the Stacks just use it, Sure. But, but you know, for, for the new, you know, first time writers, you've got to earn that level of screed. So start now. Email us at the BO Boys Podcast at gmail.com.
0: And Pat, what's our Twitter?
1: Our Twitter is at the BO Boys Pod. So on Twitter, you go there, you follow that. We've got Wanna BO intern Christopher is making audiograms, great video excerpts from with clips of the show. He's out there tweeting up a storm. Again, who knows if Twitter will end up being the the full-time place where the B.O. boys are doing their social media rounds. We, we've got to start feeling out. We got to start taking offers, honestly. you know, these social media companies right now, Twitter's on the ropes it's got new management so these other social media platforms they've got a chance to steal the B.O. boys right now you know so yeah. so if you're poach, a social- us.
0: poach us from the jump right
1: so if you are the CEO the majority shareholder in a major social media platform, email us at the podcast at gmail.com make your best offer and, and maybe we'll head over there. And then, want to be O boy, uh, want to be O intern Christopher will make amazing content for whatever that platform is. But for now, it is on Twitter at the BO Boys
0: Pod. Well, Pat. Yeah, I think we did it. Oh, definitely, we did it. And there's nothing left to say hmm. except for until next time. We'll, we'll smell, smell you. you. At, At the, the Box, box. Of-